0: The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The following show is brought to you by MTN Business. Everywhere you go, MTN.
1: welcome to the big small business show the show for all our fantastic entrepreneur, entrepreneurs out there doing such wonderful things and making a living out of anything and one of those fantastic entrepreneurs is my guest today in studio and her name is Mangele, founder of local village foods now they source ingredients such as ground nuts sorghum grain moringa powder from small-scale farmers all over Africa And then they commercialize it to be sold in outlets such as health shops. Let's have a look.
0: Local Village Foods is a registered food company based in Johannesburg, working with small-scale farmers and importers to commercialize indigenous products such as gluten-free flour, moringa pasta, and so much more. The founder of the business, Sipama and Jump started the business five years ago with the hopes of uplifting disadvantaged communities and farmers.
2: I come from Lusigisigi in the Eastern Cape, um, very rural, um, like most parts of um, South Africa, you would know, where you have really good climate and good land, yet you know people are not producing or they're not participating in the economy at mainstream. So you find people sidelined in rural communities. And so Anyway, later on I went to university and pursued a degree in um, social science and majored in business and in community development. I think for me that led me to understand that perhaps entrepreneurship or could be a way of developing communities in a more sustainable way.
0: With challenges ranging from access to market and regulations, Sipamadla has managed to increase her online presence and partnering with a few stores. The company now employs a team of five and Sipa Mandler seeks advice on how to secure a strong management team.
2: My one-year goal that I need assistance um, with is to be able to create um, a team around me that is sort of a strong management team, but also create a board that will enable us to, um, you know, grow as a business, but also add value to to the organization. I didn't have a co-founder when I started the business. And as a startup, it's often very difficult to attract um, sort of management talent to the business when you don't have sort of capital um, to pay. So I need to find ways of being able to attract that, ca- uh, that talent um in terms of sort of management and experienced individuals to come and assist us to be able to achieve our goals.
1: Hi Sipamanda Hi Alain. So I have to start off saying that your your packaging is really, really fantastic. Uh, just tell me a bit more about your packaging and your brand and uh, your design.
2: Um, thank you firstly for having me today. Um, so we, uh, as a company, a food company, uh, and we focus on primarily health um, and indigenous food products. So our design of the packaging was really something that could sit on any shelf, um, not just in South Africa or Africa, but it could sit in, in, in the UK, it could sit in New York, but at the same time you could s- look at it and, and realize it's actually a p- a, a, an African brand. So that was the thinking around the brand.
1: Okay. Now looking at the, there's a drink in front of you. You've got the, it uh, looks like a is it a, <coughs> a bee or, a, or is that the hibiscus flower? Or Just explain that to me.
2: So it's a, the drink is Bisap, So the bee comes from Bisap Beverages, beverages, mm-hmm. um, which is made out of um, African hibiscus leaves, so rosella, um, which is sourced from Tanzania. And we then created it and it's a beautiful iced tea.
1: Right, so the health market is, is growing now. And you've obviously tapping into that as well as this commercialization of indigenous african herbs which i've started to see also start to happen but no one i've seen has really got the packaging uh, as good as you what is the biggest resistance you are having to actually getting it into the retailers what are they saying no to
2: so I think obviously it's demand, and a lot of people say you know we need to provide a lot of education to clients because people don't know about the product, and it's unfortunate it's just a South African problem because you know if you go to Malawi or Nigeria, people know what sorghum is, and everyday uh, folk will know what rosella is. Mm-hmm. Um, but in South Africa, a lot of education needs to be done because people don't consume the product. And for me, if I sit in retail as a buyer, if somebody is not coming into my store demanding rosella on the shelf, I'm not mm-hmm. going to stock it. Um, and it's already, I mean, health space already s- it's a niche market in South Africa. So if you go to a mainstream retailer, they're going to put you on an, a health aisle, um, aisle, but also even within health aisle, if you're an indigenous um, as a brand, you focus on indigenous crops, you become niche within a niche. Um, so. I think a lot of pushback has been you've got to do a lot of education, but also they love the products, they love the brand. Um, but at the same time, they're saying, OK, customers are not walking in and demanding these products. Um, and so that's what we need to at least do as a brand.
1: Now, the, the reason you've come onto the show is because your issue is that you're looking for a strategic partner. Correct. Just talk to me about that.
2: So I started the business um, on my own. um, And it was cool at the time. I mean, I was just working from my balcony, then moved on to the garage, and that worked. But I think where the business is now in terms of growth, I've never run a company before. I mean, after university, I worked for corporate and from corporate, I, I started the business. So as a business owner, you don't have experience as a CEO. Mm. And often that gives you gaps. I mean, there's gaps within the organization. And I think for me, I've realized that, okay, there are certain things I cannot execute for the business to grow or realize its potential. So I definitely need people to help me um, to be able to realize this potential of the brand um, and the business. So that's really uh, essentially why I need strategic partner or a co-founder. Um, as we and said,
1: what have you done to, in order to actually find one, so other than coming onto the show? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, I mean, I've been able to work with various mentors um, along the years or so people who really love the brand and say, you know, they're willing to just give me some advice. And but at the same time, you know, people are not really invested when they have free time um, they're willing to hear me out on a Saturday morning um, and I'll, I'll just take it through. So that's really the, the type of partnership I've been able to find. But also I've seen even banks um, in terms of financial support. My, my current bank that has come on board assisted me in many ways, um, but also um, various um, in- incubation programs and the likes.
1: And, and what are you looking for in a partner? What, what, what is it that you think you'll find in a partner?
2: I think experience. I think, you know, people bring different experiences and that helps the organization grow. um, That's one. But also just a shared value system. You know, we live in a world right now where, you know, a lot of people are onto, yes, money is very important for any business, but I think, you know, it shouldn't be the thing that we businesses shouldn't just be about money. I think from an impact point of view, as we make money, um, do we make a difference in terms of the climate, in terms of the economy and and the lives of the people in the communities we source from? So those are the key things I think for us, Um, but also just different experiences, as I said. Um, So if somebody's skilled in sales specifically, um, we would want to um, exploit that um, capability that they have.
1: Okay, so so we're at that point where it's my turn to talk. so, let me give you uh, a couple of things to think about in terms of looking for a, for a partner. You're quite right to start off with the shared values, right? That, that's important. But what I see very often in um, a situation where somebody has started the business and then you bring in a, a partner afterward is that they see that partner as the savior, okay, at some level, su- at some psychological level and during the break before we started um, we were talking and you mentioned the fact that you know I asked you who does the sales and you said well uh, (laughs) now it was me but now I've got a a key accounts manager etc for me as as a as a if I was a potential partner that would be a big red flag for me okay because the successful businesses are ones where the founder Is the one who's the best salesperson is the person who is okay with rejection is the person who will hear a thousand no's before they they get the yes right so if you're looking for and you even mentioned at the end of your last sentence if they've got sales experience then you're going okay over to you you go sell it and you open up the doors and you go sell it I'll just come up with the beautiful designs and think about the product and that's what I'll do and you go sell, okay. So even if, I w- if there was a, a f- somebody out there who was looking at, at this and thinking, well, I can sell. To me, it'd be better if you both sold and especially if you are the founder. So you certainly uh, are the person from a PR point of view. You, you're brilliant at that. Your website's brilliant. I mean, you've I cannot believe how, how um, far you've gone in such a little time so big kudos to you on that but my, my I think the deep advice is not to abdicate the sales function okay the moment you abdicate that sales function you, you're looking for a savior okay so that's number one number two is in if it, when I ask you what have you done and I've got some mentorship here and mentorship there I think you need to be very, very, very specific as to what you're looking for from a partner because when you come into a partnership, if you are not as the, let's call it in the, not the co-founder, but the founder-founder, okay? If, you are the, uh, the, if you're not clear as to what you're looking for in that other indi- individual, then as soon as you partner, you'll find ve- a huge amount of gray uh, f- area between the two of you and you'll think that you are doing something and, and that, uh, or you'll think that they are doing it, they'll think that you're doing it. And then there is this lost in translation moment where then it'll be blamed, but I thought you were doing it and I thought you were doing it. So I've seen that very often when you bring in a new partner is that if it's not clearly defined as to what's your role, what's my role, what's our role, okay, then those partnerships fail. The, the, the last, we have, I mean, we've, I could speak all day on this, but the last piece of, of, of advice, we've got uh, one minute left, is that you both, I, I, from a work ethic point of view, if you're, you have to work out if you want a partner that's executive or non executive, in other words, an investor or a partner. If you find a partner who's executive in the business, your work ethic has to be the same. And your means have to be the same. In other words, it, you can't have somebody who leaves at three o'clock and goes to play golf or goes for tea with the friends or whatever the case may be, and the other person is there till eight o'clock. Excuse me, that'll be frac- um, be fractionous in the in in the relationship. And the second thing related to that is you have to have very similar means. You can't have somebody who Whether this works or doesn't work makes no difference. It has to be equally important that their financial means are the same because if it's not, if you've got more financial means because of your your family or your own background that you've kept money and they don't, then it's gonna put different types of pressure. You both have to be under the same type of pressure. So, in a nutshell, decide what you want in a partner. Define that very, very clearly. partner investor or executive if it's executive then same means same values which you brought up same means same values and uh, and of course you want the same vision which i didn't speak about at that point so uh, maybe there's somebody out there who's got all that for you and uh, wishing you much luck to find your partner i hope that helped
2: thank you so much that helped
1: we'll be right back straight after this